when the lights go out. I have the limelight. Can you tell? You may be inclined to buy something I may not want to sell. I possess something that tends to invite many eyes. The wise will remind me to keep up a disguise. Why? Because when all is said and done, the eyes will run. They are on to the next show. This is what they know. So you create something for them to see. And you continue to be. The best actors are never caught by surprise. Because they can act as someone you could never surmise. They step upon the stage, masked as a sage. The room is filled with awes and concludes with an applause. At the end, they are the winner. Unmasked, unclothed, naked. They are a sinner. When the lights go out. Who are you when the lights go out? I love writing poems and I love reading them back. I find this is a time where I'm reading a lot of them back and not writing as much as I once did. As I read through some of my older writings, I'm fascinated with what I find. Then going further, I think about this podcast. I think about why I started it, what I really want from it, and what it wants from me. I thought that having a huge audience was important. But sometimes having a smaller, more intimate audience of people who are more interested in what you have to say is preferred to a larger audience just wanting to be entertained. I have a lot that goes on in my mind and I like to share my words when I have the opportunity. When I made this podcast, I named it after my sister, my sister Zaina, spelled Z-E-N-A as my, as my podcast is called. My sister was born November 25th, 1998, and left her body July 4th, 2002. I remember the conversations with my parents about how close me and my sister were, how I used to always take care of her and things of that sort. She didn't walk or talk. Even up to the point of her transition. It wasn't until after I graduated college that I really felt the connection of with my sister. 
though I graduated in 2018 from college. That was 16 years after the fact. But it was in that time that I felt somewhat lost. And she seemed like the person to go to. And yet, there she wasn't. And here I am not sure where I'm going with my life, what I'm doing. Because it seemed as though I was doing all the things I was supposed to do. And yet not the things I wanted to do. But that's something that I didn't figure out until, I don't want to say much later, because now it was only five years after that. I was doing all the things I thought I was supposed to do. But that doesn't lead to a fulfilling life. It gets the heartbreak and frustration and all that good stuff. <laughs> I remember crying and asking her why she left me. Because I was at a very frustrating point in my life. Things just didn't seem to work out. And from that experience came an understanding of what our relationship really is and also what my relationship with everyone is because it's a lot more than the surface level relationship that we tend to believe they are because they never end. Since they never end, they never begin. We've got an intricate connection between every single human being on this earth that really is unexplainable. There's no way to mentally grasp how we're all in this together. That is a little bit from Abraham Hicks likes to say we're all in this together. I I wanted this to be an avenue for expression and I'm going to continue to do that. I've spent the last four days and this makes day number five, excuse me, in a more quiet place than I've been probably in my whole life. I am now in a place where I have a lot more time to myself. And with that time to myself, I've decided to take advantage of it and really listen to what I have to say. And and we'll let this music have its time.
that's the ice cream truck. It's sometimes hard to explain where I am and how I got here. And with that in mind, next year, I can only imagine what it'll be like. And that's something I'll no longer take for granted is the, is the promise of the future. And when I say the promise of the future, I don't necessarily mean that tomorrow is guaranteed in a you're in this body type of way, but the promise of the future in so long as you are bound within time, that that the future is something that will always pull you to the next thing. When the lights go out, who are you? What happens when you shut everything out? What type of ghosts are you pretending aren't there? These last five days, this marks day number five, have really brought a lot of things to the surface. I've cut back on, I'm gonna say cut back on anything. I've started to listen to myself more. I've started to deliberately take more opportunities to listen to what I'm thinking, to listen to what I'm feeling. as opposed to listening to somebody else, even if it's inspirational, even if it's educational, even if it's motivational. They're human beings just like me. They're no better than I am. But they they are able to tap into something within themselves, which gives them access to the power which makes them who they are. The purpose of me doing this is to really acknowledge who I am. It's been mm, appropriate is the word I'll use. It's been appropriate to live for other people to this point. It's been appropriate to shrink myself. I'll read a quote from Mary Ann Williamson, which I read to myself every day in the morning. 
Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, which most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be gorgeous, talented, brilliant, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that others won't feel insecure around you. We are meant to shine as children do. We are born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fears, our presence automatically liberates others. And that is a quote I read to myself every day. I've read it to myself every day for, I don't know, maybe two months now. If I don't have anything else to say to myself, when, when I look at myself in the morning in the mirror, I'll read that quote along with some other things in the wall. And I bring that quote cool up because it says, There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that others won't feel insecure around you. Sometimes when we know our greatness, we find ourselves shrinking ourselves because we know that our being who we know we are will make others feel insecure, but that's not our problem. It isn't, it isn't our problem if other people become unsure of themselves because you're sure of yourself. That's a personal problem that they have to deal with. When you know how great you are, you have to live with that. You have to accept that. You have to acknowledge that or let yourself rot and you will rot because that is not what God put you here for. God does not flow through you for you to be like everybody else. I think it's a beautiful thing what we go through in life to realize who we are. The obstacles we have to overcome to acknowledge our power is sometimes so beautiful.
With this, I'll leave you. And say, this is your life to live. So live it up. And don't be afraid to ask yourself, who am I when the lights go out?